Yep. Yo. Oh, here we go. My wife is watching Crime Channels all weekend. I'm not really going to be recording stuff. This guy. This guy. Bro, you know you know how how much food it takes to get you feel is filled is so context dependent. Mm. In your house, one mm. bowl of cereal. In the in the plane, one <laughs> spoonful. You, you just hit that back like a little shot and you and you're good to go. But in the hotel, the bowl of cereal is the starter. Then you go get the, that full English cooked breakfast as your main. Then you're like, mm, I should put yogurt on top of this or something. I need some fruit. Or, you know what I'm I need to keep this healthy. <laughs> you wrap up with them, with them, with them cupcakes. Ooh, them they, they, the muffins, which are excuse to eat cake at breakfast. Well, I take them as shots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you need to hold like three, four of them in your hand, yeah. shake them up. <laughs> They're mad small. Yo, like, hey, put some pancakes on that as well, man. Let me see what the pancakes are saying. I'm not a pancakes person, you know. I. This is why we can't be friends anymore, bro. Yeah, this is the end of the pod, guys. This is the end of the I pod. Feel like pancakes is um, is is its own thing. I ran into America. Oh my god, we have pancake and syrup. It was embarrassing. It was an all breakfast buffet as well. Mm-mm. Oh, I love it. Oh. I love it. That's where they get it's me. It's gonna be an all breakfast buffet. There's, there's no need for you to eat that much in the morning. You gotta, you got your mind. How are you gonna work, Bruh, Do you think we're here to work? <laughs> we're not here to work, bro. We're here to eat. Work will take care of itself. The buffet is for eating, Bruh, the, at the, um, There's a particular hotel in Vegas called the Palace Station. The Palace and, Station. Yeah, Palace Station. Okay. And it's it's off the strip, so it's a big, you know, usual hotel casino thing, but it's not one of the main ones. So I was gigging there um, for a weekend or so, and when when you gig there, they give you a room and they give you like keys to the buffet, basically, because that's how they feed you. It's their food already, bruh. Yo, when, you know when you have pancakes and waffles, you're like, I know it's the same mixture, but I need it in different shapes. I need you to pour it in the waffle iron. I need you to f- cook it flat. I need to eat all of this. Put the syrup on there. Put the the the, the, the bacon, the, the whatever. Bruh, I was eating a madness. And and to be honest, it's because I've done that that I now get very. I'm very conscious of how I eat on the road because it's just too easy to do a madness, especially when all the food is all included, and there's just so much of it. Oh, and it's good. It's good. I don't like the Dubai food. Mm. Pardon? I don't like the Dubai food. I don't like the Dubai food. I didn't eat because it was free. I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy it. Well, you know what? Your first well, in all the hotels or any specific hotel? Pretty much all the hotels, you know. I just, you know, I eat the food. Trust me, my best life was when I had the Philly cheesesteak. Where? Where did you have that? I was at the Melvin Pick. You know the first hotel you stay in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the best areas because there's a lot going on in that area. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? Um, the other one, they're the, um, they're the Dubai Mall is nice as well. But the Melbourne pick had shops around, had the McDonald's down the road and stuff like that. So, you yeah. know, when you're just after the gig at night, you're just trying to, you know, you had That's a good show. dangerous time. That's Bruh, dangerous. Bro, whatever. You say it's dangerous times here. Your gig finishes at about what? 9, 10, 11, right? It's Dubai. It's popping. The sea is nice. Mm. You know, you're not sleeping. You're in a nice hotel. You go on the mm. balcony and say, "Good morning, my neighbors." You're, you're just living <laughs> your best life, right? 
Yeah. I just said, oh, I'm hungry. I've got a Philly cheesesteak order. First time I've ever had a Philly cheesesteak. I know, I know I wasn't in Philly, by the way. So, <laughs> hey, you, yeah. if, 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 have you ever looked at the receipt? Like, they must be signing on this too. They must be signing the receipt. <laughs> bro, the che- you ever eat a uh, sandwich like that and, and not want it to end? Oh, bro. Oh, I know that feeling, man. Oh. Oh you know, my goodness. It took everything in me to not go and get another one because I didn't know how to explain to him. Like, he'd be like, damn, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was. And you know, in Dubai, everything is lit. The package, yeah. the bag, when you open the little box, the cheese said, what one? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My guy. <laughs> my G. My G. My G. Bro, I'm telling you, this. There was a time where Philly Cheesesteaks had me in a chokehold. I'm not going to lie. Man, I can imagine. Had me in a serious like even when I went to Subway, I'd be like, "Yo, put the steak on there, then put the cheese on there, put the green oh, peppers the on there." I'm trying to make it in Subway, bro, and, I, and that was my that was my sub for a long time, bro. Have they had that? Do they have Philly cheesesteaks in London or cheesesteaks in London? Yeah, they have a version of it. It's obviously not like a proper Philly cheese. You know, and Philly cheesesteak. You got to eat, you got to add a little grease, a little extra cholesterol, you add a little properly love. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, brotherly love. Yeah, bro. Funny enough, bro, I mean, a brotherly love, but no one likes Philly fans. <laughs> so funny. Then I yo can't get no brotherly love out here. Nah. Like when you go and Watch play you. Philly, they boo you. It's like it's like so much for brotherly love. I feel like when you have a stigma of being something, the people just want to be so. We're not actually like that here. They're like, bro. Like, you know, no matter what the sea is, like, I heard y'all the windy sea. Ain't even that windy over here. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, everywhere you go, people must be upset with the with the, with the stigma. Or with yeah. The, uh, stigma, sorry. Uh, the stereotypes. Stereotypes get annoying because if, if when people come, you know when Americans come to the UK, they're like, oh, oh Pip Pip, cheerio, I'm, you're having tea <laughs> with the Queen. I'm like, hey, you know who will bust in your face as well, right? Like, you know there are goons here as well. Bro, there's like, goons everywhere, bro. Don't get it twisted. Don't go to the wrong end. This is it. Cheerio. You get your wallet taken. I don't, I don't even want to be that guy who's like, do you know where you are, fam? We will get you wrapped up. Not like that, but it's like, there's a range of people. It's not everywhere here that's just going to be che- Pip Pip, cheerio. Y'all drink, y'all drink tea with the Queen? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You walk up to Buckingham Palace, knock on her door, and you sip tea. Like, what are you talking? Do you sip tea with the president? Bruh. It's a, it's a, and it's, it's only really Americans that get with that level of ignorance. I don't walk up to those Spanish dude and be like, ole! You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to you know, act like every woman is a flamenco dancer, every man is a matador. I know that this is... Right. Some people do this, but not all. most of you guys are out here doing the exact same stuff that I'm doing. But anyway, yeah, carry That's on, bro. That's life, you know, every... Everyone bases a, a place on its stereotype. When you go to America and you talk to Americans, the fascination of Americans is obviously the accent and the great things they've achieved for your screen. When you get mm. to America and you speak to the average person, you're like, y'all ain't all special, huh? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the best of the best <laughs> No, because this is one thing I've noticed as well. Even when it comes to like general TV, mm. Americans do a normal show yep. with the most good-looking people. Yep. We do our normal shows with average and below-looking mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And 
it, 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 I think it's part of our mentality, but it also, I think it plays out in how you view things. Because if you watch American shows, you think all the girls are buff, all the guys are like swole, doing push-ups, blah, blah, blah. And then you come over here and it's like, all we show you is like the, the man on EastEnders and whatnot. No, and they're not, not supposed to look glamorous. They're supposed look, to look like... The, 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 way to, the way to find that way in America is to watch Snapped. And, um, and, and, and the first 48, when you watch the first 48, you'd be like, wow, where did you lot come from? <laughs> yeah. They, they, <laughs> but that's... But that's that's when you're watching the real documentary stuff, right? right the stuff right. that they had a chance to air, bro. Right, if they did, right. if they did a reenactment of snapped of a snapped case, oh bro, the, the killer would be mad sexy. You'd be like, yo, about? what are you talking about? I've been watching um, Fatal Attraction, which is another version of you know when you get with a partner and they kill you in the end. When they show the characters on the reenactments, you're like, wow, man, she was so beautiful, and hot, and he was. Oh, why would he kill that? Like, you're a good-looking couple. Then they cut to the mugshots of the real people. You're like, well, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> the episode? You didn't even conclude the first one. Y'all changed it to episodes. <laughs> Why you ain't kill him earlier, man? God. <laughs> <laughs> the way they dress it up, she had her whole life going for her. But then you, you do the math and she's like, well, she's dating Tyrone, who's got guns in the trunk. Like, I don't know. Nah, man. And yo, the way, they've always got a mad narrative for all of those crime documentaries anyway. Because if it's a woman killer, they have to make it seem like it was a guy's fault somehow. That's the whole purpose of Snapped, is that someone made her snap. She's never just evil. She's never just, like, decided to kill snap. people. Bad times when I was watching, I was like, when did she snap, though? <laughs> <laughs> when did she snap? Because she didn't snap. She went wild. Some women definitely snapped. Some women were the house. Wanted the kids, couldn't stand him. One woman planned with her ex-husband to shoot her current husband because he was trying to get custody of the kids. She didn't snap. That's what I'm saying. But they I have know. to make they have to make it sound like these women were just normal everyday women, and then something happened that turned them into evil. But no, right. some of these women have have like six husbands. They're six husbands deep, and they done killed every single one of them for the life insurance <laughs> policy. And then you're gonna tell me snapped? They didn't then- snap. And then even in the, they contradict themselves in the show because even the people, she evil. She a devil. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when they, you know, you know when they bring on the people that knew the killer or blah, 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 and the, ki- and the killer took place in the hood. Those are the funniest words. Like, yo, when the person comes and is like, yeah, I used to know her. Yeah, everybody knew her in the neighborhood. It's like, yo, this ain't even about her reputation. The guy would be like, everybody knew her. We all used to know her. Everybody no, knew her. My man's. My man's had had, uh, had been with her back in uh, in high school, and uh, it's like, yo, bro, we're talking about her killing now. We don't need to yeah, know, know. But, you who know, she dated. You show in it, so they show you how you get to that point. But the thing is, you can tell with poor people, especially when it's poverty, man, it's 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 never, it's always, you know, just a a sad chain of events, you know, bad life decisions and poverty mm-hmm. and alcohol and drugs, you know, just leads to a madness. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the rich side of it where people just kill because... Greedy. Greed. Rich, greed, can't take rejection. You know, it's never used to yeah. being rejected. So they use their power and their pain to cause, you know, murder. It's a mad, yep. it's a mad, mad thing. Even in England. England, oh man, a country town murder? Woo! That shit wild. When you go outside, when you go to them, them areas where it's just like Preston and them sides there, and you hear the killings, you're just like, man. 
Man. I remember a man. I remember a man who abducted a child and killed the kid and then was all on the cameras, you know, just pleading. Moving. All up in the videos. All up in the all up in the album, bit dancing. Come to death. <laughs> not the worst part, yeah. I said come to death row. <laughs> you know, not even not even Sarah when you look back. Come and die. But you know the maddest thing, yeah? The guy, <clears throat> the family trusted him so much. They said the police were the police were taking the piss for investigating him. That he's been nothing but a support system to them. This is me because he killed your son. Mazin. Right. So like oh man, you just realize God is you know when they say alone, no showing you, which means only God is only God protects. For real, bro. Because I'm what, what's so special about you? I was in Derby last weekend. I was in, you know, different areas of the country I've never been to before. Why wasn't I abducted by some random just you know what I'm saying? It can happen in this mm. so bro. And the maddest thing about those those out of town ones, those like uh, small village killings or or small town killings, is that it's the same thing that's the gift and curse for them. The gift is that there's not that many people around, so they feel like they can get away with it. Mm. The curse is there's not that many people around, so people notice stuff. People mm. notice, yeah, he usually walks around with very muddy shoes, and this yeah. time the mud was a slightly different colour brown. So I said, that looks odd. I asked um, my friend Marjorie, she said, we should call the police. But when, like, they, when, they, when they showed those brothers, you're like, that nigga looks odd from the beginning. Bruh. Like, I don't know bruh. why you like anything. Bruh. Especially in a small town, yeah, you know we had, you know, you know he had his problems, but you know, Jenny is a nice lad. We didn't know he was gonna kill four people. Of course not. <laughs> Speaking of um, wild stories, bro. Did you see the girl Q story? Man, you know the Man, medicine. That... Oh, no, I tried to um, leave it because I was, I was like, you know, I thought it was a hype wagon again. Like, I don't really want to give this energy because it makes me feel, you know, it triggers me and whatnot. But then I just died. I couldn't escape it, and it was like hackney, hackney, hackney. So I read the story and I was just like, wow, this is, this is, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. This is not good, bro. This is, it was really like, I was out in Abu Dhabi and I kept just seeing it on my timeline. And, um, it was, it was like, it was one of those things where I was like, I I couldn't gauge the sense of it. Cause especially when there's no, there's no face to it. There's no name to it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, when you say child Q, is it like some internet conspiracy theory? Is it like a, a big deal, blah blah blah, and then you see it. You see the story. You're like, hey, but come on, man. There's so many multiple points. This this can't be real. How could nobody at any point say, "All right, relax, man, relax." And then it's just like, no, this is actually a thing. This is actually a th- what? Happened two years ago. What? I didn't even know <laughs> that part. Yeah, it happened two years ago. They couldn't let that out though. That was a George Floyd time. They know niggas would have gone to the streets. Niggas would have gone to Yo. school. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> What this was this was so wait, was this this is pre-pandemic? Yeah, this happened in December 2020. So that's pandemic. Yeah. But I I guess you know a lot of stuff got pushed back because of the pandemic, court cases and investigations and stuff like that. Yo. I didn't wait. even do you know how long it took me to find out it was two years ago. I didn't even get to you know just reading mad reports and it's like how can this, you know, December? I was just like, raw two years ago. I thought it was last year. Mad. Mad. Bruh. The thing is, yeah, I mean, you're a parent, man, and you have a daughter, man. That must have made your chest really beat. You know what? It, I, 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 I don't think... I don't think I fully considered 
Mm. Um, what it's going to be like yeah, as a parent. No, when, no, when, no, as I am a parent already, but what it's like when she's no longer cute yes. and now she's an annoying adult. to somebody yeah. or sexy to somebody right, right, right. or whatever it is. Now, because you know, there's, when you're a kid, they, mm. everyone kind of generally, everyone normal generally kind of assumes that they are cute and they treat them cute. Then the yeah. same goes for boys <laughs> and girls. <sighs> and then there's a point where boys become troublesome and dangerous and naughty and then girls become you know depending on how they're seen uh pleasant uh or sexy or um you know uh bossy or whatever it is. they start putting all these other now labels on you so the concept of, of my my daughter moving out of cute i haven't thought, i'm not ready for that yet because then the level of when she's cute, most people will work around to protect her. And if anybody doesn't, like, there's such a high penalty to pay for that, that most people just wouldn't even want to be involved. And if you do, you're a pedophile, you're a criminal, you're a child abuser, blah, blah, blah. But when they start to move up like this, you almost have to really fight for the idea that, like, this person's a human being and deserves some dignity. And, yo, someone's telling you, you know, you can't go to the toilet. Uh, take your pad off, spread your butt cheeks and cough. It's like, yo. I, I was like, is, is she Escobar's daughter or is there a link? Like, <laughs> how, how bro, much? They said, she, they said she had dreads, bro. Don't lie. Because she had a head full of locks. Are you sure she had locks, though? Bro, let me check this thing again. Because, you know, the thing, I, get, I, I get too much of, of my information from social media. So let me. Um, Cause I don't even know. I mean, they said the school was Petri Academy, which is right near my house, but I don't know if that's the right school. Though. They said it was okay. a school in Hackney. There's only three schools in Hackney. <clears throat> uh, so, uh... I just don't understand how they can make you cough. You know, like I don't that's how they do. It. I don't. That's think they how they do it to make sure that it's it's not plugged. But that's how they do it in prison, though. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, <laughs> I would you approach that as a parent. Uh, man. So, I mean, this is another website. I don't know if this is um, uh, if this is it's a it's a hair blog. So they're talking about it. So I know that there's generally a a narrative around um the fact that part of the profiling was her hair, but. I don't know. Um, I can't prove. I can't be sure that uh, social media informed me correctly that she had a head full of locks. But I thought. But I. I heard that that was part of the the profiling. I mean, I, I, I didn't hear about the hair. I just knew that um, the moment you associate weed and a black person, and then you call the police. Oh, it's showtime. Yeah. Yep. How would you approach that as a parent? I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, to know this because you're a Christian man as well, and this is it. Uh, and and you know what? Uh, there's there's obviously the side of Christianity that says you need to. Oh, you gonna you gonna be Jesus in the temple? Bro, I might need to fashion that whip. That Jesus had. 
Jesus had that whip joint that he put together and started beating people at the temple. Let's be real. Once the once that emotion of anger clears, what's our biggest disappointment here? I guess it's the fact um, that you didn't want your daughter to go through this. Yes, and, and also, you know, a a big part of it is what what could I have done right. ahead of time to prevent this? Nothing, right? Because 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 what I need to do is make sure that my children aren't consistently a victim in a situation. And I don't and, want her to play the victim. I don't want her to be a victim in this situation. I don't want to, exactly. I don't want to feel like this has to define her life because it doesn't. You know, exactly. you know the madness thing? In a, in a really mad way, I can honestly look at her and say, it's a coming of age story. Oh, bruh. I mean, We've all I, been... I, think, I, think, I, I think a part of it is we're shocked because it's a black girl. If we heard that a black boy this happened to a right, black boy, right, I right, think right, right. kind of already know this happens yeah, to black boys. Yeah, so but black girls will actually go through that, like that. Well, yeah. not as much anyway. Like even black not girls, much. I think black police. My friend, she was like, I was driving in my car one time with my hoodie on and tits, and police were about to pull me over. When I pulled my head, her hoodie, and I saw I was a girl, they were just like, oh, for "Fuck's sake!" So, so we pulled over storms, and we did. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I, if you listen to the man them who get who used to get searched regularly, um, uh, one of my guys is telling me that the because they used to use the string of the tracksuit bottoms to tie up the drugs and let it hang, so that basically the police wouldn't touch there because it's basically hanging right by your nuts. And then basically the police kind of caught it on that this is where these guys are ha- always hiding the the wraps. So then they started checking the area and they'd be like, "Yo, why are you touching all my balls?" Blah blah blah. Now, obviously, if they, if there's nothing there, you get to make a case of it. But they caught people that way. So, boys in the in the general area who are getting stopped and searched on a regular basis now were kind of <laughs> getting, getting their balls fondled. <laughs> they were getting their balls fondled as well. I didn't get my balls fondled though. All right, but that's what I'm saying. Like in this particular, that must be a south thing. <laughs> nah, this was the south. This was northwest actually. This is northwest. <laughs> okay, that's a North Weezy police department thing. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the man in the so the police on the, in the local area started doing that, even though you probably shouldn't be doing it. They were but doing it. Now, this every was, black person's a drug dealer. But this is it, though. It's it's kind of like if they know that one or two people do it in the area, then they take it as a liberty to do it for everybody. Everybody, yeah. You can't just be feeling my nuts. I want my female officers to feel my nuts. Bro, you know, you know this is not. It, brothers say stuff like this, but it's not as sexy as it sounds in your head. You know, she's not gonna be fondling it like, oh, these are so big and full. How do you Where know? We, How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> Yo, brothers got to stop thinking in, stuff, in terms of porn scenes, bro. Not everything fake goes cop. like. <laughs> oh, is this a fake cop scene? No, son, you're under arrest. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not every. Paul, Paul really be messing up our minds to feel like every all of those situations are gonna be like. If she just grabs a yaks it, bro, you're not gonna be like, ooh. Bro, gonna be like, that's painful. Porn, when you start watching um, interracial, it's like big black cock destroys innocent white. They're like, why, why is she innocent though? Why is she innocent? <laughs> you start your your woke sides are getting. You gonna watch this? Shame on you, dog. You gonna do this for a nut? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, but I mean, I think we all know at this point. Oh, brother Malcolm, say what? Why you got to? <laughs> Why'd you have to go there? Damn. I think for me, oh, it was a bit of a 
when they throw them important names for you. Ah, I'm not even horny no more. You see, Marcus, Marcus Garvey said, <laughs> what? Marcus Garvey, <laughs> You know, the bad thing, every time, every, every time you think of Marcus Garvey, you think of him with the big hat with the feathers up on it. You can't hey, imagine that dude coming in one year. man will quote Marcus Harvey. Ain't read a, a first line of his biography yet. <laughs> well, of course not, man. We need quotes. Just we need just quotes. quotes. Just, to, just give me the, the sweet stuff. Bruh, that man will, will quote James Baldwin. Ain't read one of his plays. <laughs> with the girl, was, which was so disappointing, was I put the whole brunt of the blame on the school. I don't expect much from the police. I, I, I believe a police will pull over a black baby in a buggy if you give them the opportunity to, you know? And so, you know, saying you, you're not, you're not strapped in. <laughs> you put your seatbelt on, please. But the school called the police and I don't understand why you'd have to call the police on a 15 year old child. I just don't get that. She didn't steal anything. She didn't rob anybody. She said she didn't have weed. You had searched her already. You said you could smell weed. It's hackney. That's the that's the, um, the natural texture of the air in this area. <laughs> <laughs> you were probably smelling, and I, and I believe prejudice and bias played a hard hand in this because you saw a black girl, you smell weed, and this she must come from that background. And now, if she did have locks, they probably thought, "Don't let them fool you, partner." <laughs> 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 to go full throttle, and the police, you know, whatever. I'm just so, so I can imagine the chief <laughs> of police. Who'd put out a report saying the Met is not racist, and then they get the briefing of this on their tape. They're probably like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> "Wow!" Firing the whole recruitment team. How about that? It, they could not let that come out. Right, that George Floyd. They're just like this for fuck's sake, mate, mate, mate. Like, bury, bury it. Bury like, it mate. And this is the thing: two female officers searched her and told her to take off her sanitary towels. Are you not women? I thought we were all in this women stay together type thing. Or is it no. only black women and white women? Is there a discrepancy in this sisterhood, in this cis movement? Because no, two women this is not allowed. The idea that any one group of people are somehow better behaved than another is the biggest lie. Care for each other more, have a more understanding of their experience. Rubbish. Oh, yes. Rubbish. We're, 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 we're all a function of our own personalities, our upbrings, yes. and environment. Yes. And, and, and so the thing is, you take it's easy, it's easy to say what somebody else should do until you're in that position. 100%. And and you, and one thing that we see is that you know people will be like, okay, we need more black officers. Being a black officer doesn't mean that you're not going to end up doing the exact same thing the white officers they were doing. They probably wouldn't even talk. And so being a, a woman officer doesn't mean that you're not going to end up doing right. the exact same things you're complaining about before. In my either. experience, also, when I've dealt with police, the black officers are the worst. I can't stand that, them. They get on my Ice Cube said it. They pander too much. And they try and do this buddy-buddy thing. Come on, I know where it is. Your mum knows where it is, bro. <laughs> like, I don't come and do paddy-paddy with me, bro. And at the same time, when you're a police officer, you're not a black person. You're a police officer. Your job is to represent the police. You can't be out here dropping dimes on your colleagues. They'll fire you. Yep. You're just an avatar in that moment. It's like it's like having a black president doesn't mean we're all going to get this kind of footlocker. Didn't mean we could all rock up to the White House while going, yeah, black president thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my pass? That wasn't it. He represented the establishment. He worked for the same office that was oppressing you. You just had a good job. 
and this is this is why I always say that like we don't understand institution. Um, we what we understand is personality. We understand like if I can get they a good person, then they yeah, exactly, and then they will they, hire the personality that you want. Yes, yes. Now you get it. They understand institution, and I tell everybody the presidential election is a, is a TV show. This is the fiftieth season. A campaign is not a campaign. It's the audition process. This is the casting process. Who are we gonna cast? You don't win based on votes. You win based on likability. Bro, if you um, if you think about it, like in terms of imagine what how much of an operation or um, how much of um task, not a task and a, and a, and a machine it must be to run a company like McDonald's Ooh. or Starbucks, right? Right, 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 right now, right. now, now think about Starbucks, right? If you think about it in terms of, if they said at head office, we want to build a global coffee chain, we just want to find all the best coffee people who care about coffee and just let them go out there and go out and make coffee. You think Starbucks would stand? Of course not, bro. They had to build a structure and an institution such that even if you don't know the last thing about coffee, you can still carry out our function. So they can bring in... Uh, more black people working at Starbucks, more white, whatever you like. Whatever. The institution yeah, remains yeah, the same. Right. Going to Starbucks, I've been into Starbucks in, in UAE over the past three weeks, and I've been in Starbucks in the UK, and I've been in the US, and I've been in India. They all look the same. They all function the same. And that's, the, that's exactly what the power of institution is. If you can codify something, you can make it last long be be beyond any human's lifespan, any beyond any human's capabilities or whatever it is. And we keep going back to it like, well, I think I could change Starbucks if I get a job. As a cashier. <laughs> if, if people come in and see me at the cashier, it's going to change Starbucks. My cousin said no. to me, we should go back to Nigeria and we can change it. This is me. Why? She said, because we know better. This is me. Then why can't we change here? If we know yeah. so much, well, this is me. You know, when you go to Nigeria, this is what happens, Ola, yeah? And we've, also, we've seen this. When you go into the institution, yeah? Mm. You say, yeah, I'm going to change it till you see how they do things. And then they tell you, you can't, you're not changing shit. Either get off the, either take a shit or get off the pot. And you have to decide at that point. It's like when you take your movie or your new script to the BBC. We love your idea. We love your character. Listen, we were thinking we should put some dinosaurs in this. I don't really want dinosaurs in it, but we're putting five minutes to your project. Now you have a decision to make. Yeah. And then you quickly realize yeah. I can't change anything here or how long it takes for you to change things. And then you, you get so trapped up in the system, you feed what the... Michaela Cole created the character of Chewing Gum. The system created the show. Ooh. You understand Ooh. what I'm saying? She created the character that they saw in Edinburgh. They came with the show. And when you're in, as a creative or, or anybody, understand this and understand, you have to decide who you are. When people tell you, why don't you just play the game and then you get to the point where you can do things that you want to do. It doesn't work like that. Because when you set your stool out as genuine, you can't come back and say, I'm going to start to do my inspirational catalog. Ain't nobody going to hear that. Bruh, come on, man. Now, first of all, yeah, you can't just... Anyone had no, no reason to take a stranger's there, bro. That was... That was yeah. uncalled for. That was uncalled for. You know what I'm saying? When you come no, out... No. Um, 
as an R&B singer who opens up his shirt and gets the ladies moist, that's all the label wants to hear. The moment you come up with, listen, girl Q got arrested in the school, that's wrong. Yo, 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 yo. Nobody can fuck to that. <laughs> you know, leave that for leave that for Marvin Gaye. Because <laughs> you're confusing. Bro, you can't, you it's can't a brand. No, no. Okay, two things I want to say. First of all, uh, that just reminded me of Park. <laughs> he was like, "Kill Natasha." Now I'm screaming, "Fuck the word!" Like right. that, 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 those moments in those days. It's like you don't want to hear that in um in like. How do you want it? Like, you but know what I'm saying? But you want to go. Still pushing Mr. Bob Doe. You're too old to understand. True. The you, that's true. You, you, you didn't bring that up. Tupac does that. Okay. But the point I was going to make is that I don't agree with you 100% that you can't switch. You can switch, but you have to be able to, you have to be willing to sacrifice. You can't keep everything that you built over here and then just transfer it over to this new vibe that you're on. Give me a switcheroo artist that went from abs and everything to conscious type, you know, different, you know, so elevating music. Even, and even uh, if they do, look at Michael Jackson, for instance. It's pop, mm -hmm. right? But he mm -hmm. understood, oh, there's a, a message brand out there, you know, the song with the yeah. message. So he didn't heal the world. So, but that, that's what I'm saying. He's an example that I would say, but he had to sacrifice a lot. No, he no, had to no sacrifice but I think a he lot. actually didn't, because I'm bad, he did Man With The Mirror. So that's after Thriller. But here's the thing, Ola, he did it mm -hmm. so it fit his sound. You understand? He didn't. He didn't say, you know, racist cops, fuck the police. He did. I'm asking him to change his ways. No gospel. Everybody. No message. You know, we're all together in this. Everyone's swinging. As opposed to NWA, yeah. who will go straight to the the system, the government. The, 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 the. Michael Jackson will mention the government. Look at Elson. What no, have he did done to the world? What have we done? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like um, when he was doing. They don't really care about us. He was definitely talking about. All of the different government structures and Wait, all the different powers. Which time? Beat me, bake me. You can never cake me. That's that's that's. <laughs> yeah, he was basically talking about the whole song was about how all these powerful elites don't care about us. He's yeah, part of the powerful elites. Nah, he's not. He's yes, not. he he's is. Rich. He works he's, for them. He's rich. Oh, he works for them, but he's yeah. not part of them. But you're he's part rich. of them, then. You, you, it doesn't matter nah. that you're singing against it. You're part we, of them. We, we, we all work for them, bro. Of course. We all work for them. But we're not so part I'm of them. Yeah, exactly. No, so he I'm was not, just a rich. If, I work, if, I, if I'm signed to a major record, I'm not going to pretend like I'm still on the level with you, Lord. I, you lot are peasants. <laughs> you do realize, Ola, yeah, once you start going to the country club and playing golf, you, you, you can't call me no more. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, oh, so go on, go on. No, I was, I, I, I pulled up the the Wikipedia page. I know I the lyrics, it. bro. If Roosevelt was living, huh? <laughs> well, I was to if Martin Luther was living, he wouldn't let this be. This is me, huh? Well, <laughs> it happened worse. First of all, <laughs> first of all, uh, the New York Times got onto him that he, he can uh, the song contain racist racist and anti-semitic content it did they they, they 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 um they edited it out yeah because he had do me sue me everybody do yeah, me yeah. kick me kike me yeah uh you don't black or white me yeah. um and then so yeah and obviously that's it nigga though pardon nigga was fine like, well this is it in, in, Spike Lee defended Michael Jackson's use of the word by mentioning the double standard from the media. While the New York Times asserted the use of racial slurs in They Don't Care, Care About Us, they were silent on other racial slurs in that album. 
and a biggie said nigga on this time around uh on another song in the history album yep. that didn't attract media attention there's a part he uh, said and i know my nigga like i said he said i know my nigga mike <laughs> but here's the thing Biggie and Michael Jackson were probably never in the same studio. He submitted the record to him. Michael said, I fuck with this. And then they just put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, I fuck hold on, this. again, yeah. Getting Biggie <laughs> tried to give Michael some edge. You know they said? Too part, no, too much edge. Too much edge. That's over the cliff. Because <laughs> Pop would have come too. The government wanna kill him. Michael Jackson be like, no, 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 no. Too, too much, too much. Biggie still brought a little, you know, this time around, I changed up my flow. You can still, but Tupac would have gone political. So, you know, so again, you still have to watch your brand. Even in Scream, when he was writing with Michael, with his sister Janet, he was like, I want to say, stop fucking with me. She was like, stop effing with me. You want to say that? And he was like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even say it with his chest. Because his brand is, you know, the children are the future and all of that kind of stuff. So essentially what I'm saying is, it's not about you going into an institution house and trying to move the furniture around. It's how you manipulate it for your own game. But you're, you're gonna get fingered at some point. It's just how much fingering you can take. I think that explains Michael Jackson a lot. No, I mean, not Michael, I, I mean thought... about us. No, was... I, I, no, but I think what you're saying explains it because you know you go up in that system, you grow up in it, and you do wanna make a change and say something, but like they're gonna but keep realize... messing with you. And it, the, the truth that. is that, you know, it, he. It, so, like, what I was trying to refer to is, like, you know you shot two videos yes, for They Don't Really Care still? About Us. One in, yeah. one in prison. Again, exactly. Michael Jackson in prison. <laughs> what was he arrested for? <laughs> yeah, he was handcuffed in the video as well, actually. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he was handcuffed in the video. But he was showing real footage of, like, the police attacking black people, uh, the what military crackdown in, in Tiananmen what Square. That has been showed... 300 million times prior to that. Well, yeah, but I'm just... But I'm saying that, like, the whole... The whole vibe of the song was that the the people who are actually in control don't care about us. Don't get me wrong. I get that. I get that. But the song's a jam. I'm, when I'm listening for that, you know, that gem of, you know, the system, I'm not playing they don't really care about... I'm playing that, I'm playing that to dance. When I want to hear about the system, I used to two-part. If I choose to ride, fuck into the day I die. They don't give a fuck about us. But when I start to rise, I hear her in their children's eyes. Now they give a fuck about us. That's when I listen to that shit. That's that raw shit. Or Hellraiser. You know? Dear little can you feel me? You know? Tell yeah. me why. Little girl like Natasha. You know, when I saw it on the news, how she bought the girl. Kill Natasha. Now I'm screaming. You could tell he was mad at that, you know. So, yeah. nah, man, by the end of that song, man was shouting into the mic like he was. Bro. And here's Yo. the thing: when Tupac the poetic justice, everyone's like soft because he just done juice, and he was yeah. like, well, "I'm an actor, though. I, I ain't really him." That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm supposed to do, but now he's soft. Yeah, man. So when you when you and again when you when you like you know a good villain in a movie you're just a good villain. The moment he seen playing the Cameron Father, damn he slipped, man. I used to like him when he killed people. <laughs> you know. So what I essentially say is, I credit those people who can just jump into the system, and they don't mm. really mind where it takes them. But then there's also the mm. other set of people. It's like you don't feel comfortable in that room. A lot of us try. A lot of us try and fight for. A, a lot of us try and fight for a spot at a table we're not comfortable at. Mm. 
We're trying mm. to plan for a spot of a place we don't even feel comfortable in. But the, yeah. the, that's uncomfortable for us. The comfort is actually in you doing your own thing. But that is so mm. hard. That's so lonely. It's stressful. So you'd rather mm. have the comfort of people being around, of saying that we know how to do it and we're going to push you through it. Yeah. We're not waiting there. We didn't actually need the beat to create that, Allah. We could have done that two year, three, four years ago. I mean, it wouldn't have looked as good. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase it. The money. We need the money. We need the money. You know, what I'm saying is this, yeah. Let's say the beat brought us in and said, here's the production team. Y'all go do your thing. We would have been fine. But here, here's, here's a good question. If you had 80 bags, would you have yes. dropped it on that pilot? You could have I made exactly that. that. Yeah. I, I would have made exactly that. But I'd made something like that and we would have killed even more. I'd have changed so many different things. I'd have made it a bit shorter. I wouldn't need we wouldn't need as many sketches and we wouldn't need as many vox pops. But we could make that really tight because we could have done two shows with them, the sketches and the vox pops that we had. Mm-hmm. So I'd have done something like that. But I would definitely have created that vibe. It was really good. I like the stand up at the end. I'd have I would have done a bit more. I, I was still thinking, you know, BBC no best type thing. So I was mm-hmm. kind of half stepping. But I, if knowing what I know now, if we had that money, yeah. I wouldn't even use 80 bags to shoot the pilot. I'd shoot a pilot and a sitcom pilot. Dude, this is the thing. I think one of the key aspects of um, of taking your own destiny into your own hands and, you know, being the boss is, to, you know, people go to these record companies and these production companies because they have these huge budgets, right? And they're going to mm. drop well, not all of them this money. Yeah. yeah, not all of them have it. But, yeah. you know, most of the time they have these... I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyway. Can you imagine if Junior wanted your budget's like two million, right? For your album. And you're like, I want to work with Pharrell. Shit. <laughs> 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 Nigga, you, you want a music video or not? <laughs> right, they say, look, we got this other producer called For Real. <laughs> you can work with For Real oh, for yeah. that money. That plays a lot as well. So imagine they're like, look, you can't get him, but we got this upper cup. You have to really hope they produce some shit that can take your album to sell. Because you know, once Diddy's on your album, that's at least 100,000 copies confirmed. But it's also 200 million out of your account. <laughs> so did you come to your video? Hey, just need to come to your video and do this. <laughs> Bam, that cost me 200 grand. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. When you, told, when you told me that Diddy was renting uh, artists his own cars. <laughs> like that. Oh. Uh, one twelve with twenty grand for his Bentley in the video pictures on film. That's nuts. But here's the thing: Did he ask him where are you gonna get a Bentley from? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh no! They <laughs> could be realized. Did he was charging his <laughs> in the video? But it, it makes sense. It's business. Look, because we're on the same table. Because you're my artist. Do you know how much it costs to get Diddy in a video? So, you know, when Burner Boy put, had Diddy speaking on his album, you think that he paid Diddy for that? No. Diddy was just so happy to be on Burner Boy's album with his vocals for free. Diddy charged Mace for, for looking at him in a meeting. That's 20 grand, yo. No, I can't type, nigga. <laughs> I'm joking. He didn't do that. But Puffy does not do anything for free, and I don't blame him. You don't understand, Ola, yeah? You don't understand. If I'm Eddie Murphy, if you're Eddie Murphy, okay? You sitting in my, you sitting on, on my, on, on my video or anything like that is going to make me money, so I have to pay him. You can't do it for free. 
Just, although Pac used to do verses for free for black rappers, he said maybe he used to charge black rappers. That was before he got shot. After he got shot, I think he charged everybody. <laughs> but which rappers? Which rappers weren't black? Maybe Vanilla Ice in them. They said he used to charge rappers, but he charged one rapper because he said they had beef. Well, he still did the. He still gave him the verse, but he said he, said, he, said he knew someone he had major beef with. This is when he went to gang. This is when he was going to the studio to record, and he got shot. Oh wow! Mm. So yeah, it's just a case of, um, you know, <laughs> did you hear the mace this to Diddy? Golly, mace went in. I know. I heard, I heard it come up. I haven't heard it. You know what? You should listen to it as well. How can you ride on a man and you're quoting God's scriptures? Man put Goliath in there. He said, "Why am I so clean? Because I'm the next to godliness." I said, "God." Hey, that Christians love that part though. Cleanliness is next to godliness. He put yeah, that yeah, yeah. nicely. Yeah, yeah. Christians love that part, man. <laughs> What's Christians' favorite? In my father's house, there are many mansions there. My God is a big God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my, God, my God is not a poor man. My God is not a poor man. It's like, what? Can you imagine if God came down one day and said, listen, I ain't really got the money these niggas is talking about. <laughs> they, uh, I could put some on it. I could. <laughs> you're probably not aware of this, but we got hit by a recession in heaven. We ain't let the news, we let the news leak out to earth. So uh, a lot of the mansions we had to sell off. <laughs> we had to sell the mansions to Asgard. So Thor's in charge now. <laughs> hey, you're 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 tough. <laughs> oh, yes. Imagine so Bailey should have it, just taking God's shit. God damn, I'm gonna miss that match. <laughs> yo, that's the tree of life, yo. Need the tree of life. <laughs> oh, <You're> so shit. <laughs> dumb, man. <laughs> oh man. Oh god, they're taking the apples where that that Eve ate. It's in the museum. It's in the heaven museum. You'll be very bad. You've been at the museum in heaven. This Moses staff right here, where he put over the red <laughs> These are the needles that they um, nailed into Jesus' hands. These are the nails right here. You kept them. <laughs> Imagine them in a little box like cufflinks. <laughs> yes. Why JC on the on the nail side of it. Bruh. Customized nails for Jesus, y'all. <laughs> yeah, just a ridiculous hero. One comic here, yeah, I think it was um, Sam Kinison. He said, What was Jesus' last words? Ah! Ah! <laughs> they were nailing the hand. <laughs> That's cold. Hey, if you did that in a church full of Nigerians, they would fall apart. Bro, they would. <laughs> they would think you're Satan. They will think they book Satan. Where did we book right. Satan? They will nail you, bro. They will nail you to the cross. Say ah, say ah, then. This what's been making you know, yeah, I really be worrying about about the church, you know, because it's like you can't say that about pastors. It's like what they're gonna do? Kill you? Like, they're not, they're not coons. I can understand the mafia, but they're, they're Christians. Uh... Like, you know, you, you end up in the church. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, of pastor, pastor show. Oh, hey, it's hits in the church. Oh, don't lie. Don't lie to me. Oh, talk that truth. Hits. Yeah. You think a couple of deacons got 
got caught sleeping on the way home. <laughs> Hey, now I know you moving back. <laughs> I'm about to do an expose in the church. Next thing you know, we ain't seen it in weeks. Uh, the church clean up, man. Carl and Rufus. No Rufus again. The church hit, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing hits for the Lord. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure the vets could have have put out hits. Yo, 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 allow me, man. Let's we only mark redeem and Nigerian churches because I don't really think their power is that big. The Vatican and their niggas, they probably listen to our podcast, bro. No, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. Right, the Catholic will have you missing in second. I remember there was a nun she's gonna expose the priests about um, you know, molestation in the in the Catholic Church. She no, I mean to be honest, I, I I was just saying it from the perspective of the Vatican is its own state, so they've got to have some form of the Vatican's guarded by Swiss soldiers, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, so if they're guarded by the Swiss army, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if they also have some, well, some the private car. Yeah, so they they have they have some form of defense. I would be surprised if they got a couple guys who are strapped. And then he's gonna say to this message is about faith. Some 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 trust in horses, some trust in chariots. <laughs> I trust in bulletproof. But you No weapon forms against my bulletproof car <laughs> shall prosper. Which is facts. <laughs> we just make a faith. We just quote the Bible for just quoting and saying, No weapon. I saw one person, all your all weapons formed against me. Shall this is me. Nobody formed a weapon against you today, but go to work and just enjoy the sunshine. Every day, people want to create some kind of drama in there. I love this one. This is how I sleep, no, knowing no one's cheating on me. This is me. That's how everyone sleeps, even the ones that are getting cheated on. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's yeah. uncomfortable. Like, I think I'm being cheated on. No, that's how everybody sleeps. Bro. This is hilarious, man. Oh. Of course. People just love to make a, what's it called? A mole out of a mountain. Was there a mountain out of a mole? One of those two. A mountain out of a molehill. That's it. A mountain out of a molehill. Or a storm, yeah. storm out of a teacup. I, I think I think it's just it's easier to to um to imagine the world as consistently against you. Yes. Or maybe it's like, a driving force. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's that way. You don't have to take responsibility because it was like it was out of your hands. You know, I got the Illuminati coming after me, so that's the reason why I didn't. You know, pay my taxes. It's like, yo, relax, man. No, that was you. Yeah, well, you didn't manage like, your money well. I was like, fuck the friendship. I ride alone. No, you don't. You don't. You don't ride alone. You got a few friends with you, <laughs> bro. Man would say I ride alone on a track with features. <laughs> <laughs> on a track with ten niggas on it. Ah! <laughs> it's, that it's that idea that you're just this one man band wrecking machine. You know. Yeah. I keep, my t- I keep my circle small, and then you see the award show, right? It's a small circle for real, for real. Y'all came with a whole hood? <laughs> that ain't a circle. Oh, no, guys will literally say, my whole hood rides for me, and then also say, yeah, I'm by myself, I can't trust yeah. nobody. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's whatever sounds good at the time, man. Whatever sounds, you know, you know, I've got the world against me, you know, I rose from the ashes. Everybody likes that little thing. Yeah. Aaron Spears on IG Live. 
No. I, I've never seen a man. I do, I, 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 yeah, sorry, carry on because I, I, I don't want to. I've never seen a man who constantly says to himself, I don't want to make it. This is what I was about to say. I just, I've just seen like a steady decline for this brother because as far as I can remember, like internet and Facebook popping, you'd always get clips of Aries Spears doing his Jay-Z impression, his DMX, Snoop Dogg, LL Cool J impression. And you'd be like, this guy's so talented. He's like, he's on his way. He did Mad TV, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, every time I hear this brother's name, yo, I'm telling you, yeah, it got to the point where I was in, I can't remember, either it was the Netherlands or, or like, maybe Switzerland or something. And they were and they were just like, Yeah, the last the last guy that came, yeah, I'm not sure we're gonna be booking any more Americans anymore. I'm like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Yeah, I don't know if we should mention his name, but you know, it does impression. Eric Spears, Eric Spears, yes it was Eric Spears. Like, come on man, what happened? Oh uh, yeah, just terrible attitude. He wasn't even funny, he was cussing the crowd out, blah blah blah. Telling them that, you know, all the stuff that he's achieved and why it's there for and I was like yeah, he's, he's doing that, that bitterness, you know. And I find that, you know, it's in all of us. It's easy to scour what you don't have. It's easy to bitch about what you think you should be getting. But what I realized yeah. was, um, well, that means I'm not doing my work. What joke have you written today? What script have you tried to develop? What sketches have you tried to work out? What routine have you tried to manage? What video have you tried to upload? What consistency have you tried to gain? None. All you've done is consistently try to moan about everything that's not going your way. And the truth is this, nobody cares. Nobody actually cares. You know? Do I think Tiffany Haddish is any more funnier than Amy Spears? Absolutely not. But she clearly has a good character. She must be a great person to be around. You can't be an arsehole in the industry and expect everybody to want to work with you. Likeability goes way more than your talent. Yeah, because at the end of the day, think about it. Like, there's going to be some people that you call because you know they're going to do a good job. But on the, on the whole, when you're on set, you want to have a good time. You want to have fun. Right. And, 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 Especially and if, if it's... Yourself, unless you're a star star, do we need you? Yeah. Monique. When Monique was offered, I think it was 500000 to do a Netflix special, everybody mm. turned into a narrative that it wasn't. Do you see what I'm saying? Five hundred. Mm. If they offered me 5000 to do a Netflix special, I'll take it. But you know, you know what it is as well, though, bro. Like... How much comedy is worth is completely subjective. If there's no industry, if you're a comedian in a, like Macedonia and you're just coming yeah. up and they, they offer you a hamburger, you right. like, yo, I'd have, I'd have made it. But right. because, because what she was, what she could see was Chappelle got 60. Right. Rock, Rock got 40. Right. You get half. Like, yeah. And, and that, I think, that to, that's the business side of things that I think as an artist, it kind of ruins what you're doing. Because I think we've all kind of learned that you know everybody loves the idea of these artists that are moguls. Like everybody knows their business now. So like these these, rap, these rappers know how to do a deal. Blah blah yeah, blah. You, you I, I try to check. Out like that. Oh, that's well. a lie. It doesn't work like that. You earn and the that's right the thing. That discussion. And 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 here's here's the main part that we haven't fully addressed yet is in today's world. Ever to be honest, ever since the the kind of the way work is done was shifted from sort of male, more, more male dominated to now trying to be more egalitarian. We now have a whole new concept with, with, of, in business, which is that's not fair. Mm. I don't think that concept really even existed when niggas was in the factories and the coal mines. It was. It, was that, it was not fair, but no one could voice it. There's no way to voice it. 
Exactly. But now it's not just a matter of having, you know, we need to have women in the workplace. We need to have no racial discrimination. We need to have blah, blah, blah. Now there's an idea that things are supposed to be fair, which doesn't really exist in business. If you get what you think, yeah. it's what it's what you can. Nothing's fair. You can you yeah, negotiate what you fair. can negotiate and yeah. you trade on what you can trade. And if yeah. nobody wants your special money, then it's a case of nobody wants your special. Stop reading biographies where you said I woke up and you know when I stubbed my toe on the on the ladder. That's when the the movie came to me. And then it, that's that's not how it works. It's it's never it's not fair. It's not right. It's but it's okay. You said that. Whitney. It's not right, but it's okay. Yeah, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah. And my point yeah. in that is, like you said, you're seeing that Rock got this. By the way, Rock did not get forty million dollars deposited into his account. The moment he signed the deal, and what's your what's your sort of an account number? We're just gonna drop that forty mil in there. <laughs> hey, 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 cash up that to me. Cash up that to me. You got money? Yeah? I thought it was a cash in hunting. No, you might say it was a cash in hunting. That's what I heard. What packs? What packs? What packs? But that they wait seven days for forty million. No, you're not taking a piss. I had some problems yesterday. Absolutely, <laughs> you can't cash at me. <laughs> you really think they have they pay you quarterly you know they don't actually pay you straight away i mean it's good it's good the de- when they tell you the amount they tell you what the deal is worth yes and the, the, there's going to be an upfront payment in there there's going to be a payment on number of streams and the, yes the there's going to be there's also going to um, be your agents the producers the people that broke up the meeting you ain't just walking in by yourself and my 40 mil mm. and people and what happens is People on the ground, people like myself, we were aspiring. We go into these meetings with those numbers in our head, and they tell you, listen, for this project, we've got 350 pounds. <laughs> You're like, um, per second? No, for the whole shoot. One time I did a uh, pilot for ITV, and Robert Freeman, um, Martin Freeman was in it. He was fronting it. And this is them. It's 800 pounds from me. Don't ask for any more money because there is none. That's aggressive. I, here's the thing. I wasn't even going to ask for more money. You understand? <laughs> well, well, they just let me know if you have dreams of being an R&B singer, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Yeah. No, no, for real. Well, just, really to be like... honest, for most products, most products, and this is something we all need to understand about business, it's only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah. I can tell you my house is worth £10, my house is yeah. worth £10 million, yeah. or my house is worth a hundred grand. If nobody's willing to pay the price, it's not worth that. Mm-mm. What's the point? And, and, and how you value it is cool because then you say, this is what I'm willing to let go of it for. Mm. So if, if Monique believes that it's worth 20 mil, her special's worth 20 mil, then she goes, I'm not willing to let go of my special for anything less than 20 mil. That's fine. But you can't then go to the person who's not willing to pay 20 mil and tell you, well, you're not being fair because well, you don't want my special. No, no you don't want it. You went to Spotify and said you want shares in the company because they paid Joe Rogan a certain amount. And they just looked at him like, nigga, please. And he left. Yeah. Spotify bought Barcelona the other day. <laughs> You're not going to... How, how dare you ask him for shares in my company? Go suck your mother. That's what I would have said. Yeah. Who are you? You need, you need to be able to... Yeah, you definitely need to be able to... Um... Be smart. Stop watching figures. Stop quoting all these things that people quote. You need generational wealth and a lifetime of Timberlands that can sort of... Just work on your own shit. 
that Monique had to understand, you haven't done a special in 200 years. And you know, when you went, it's not like you left like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy can command 60 million because the brand is, <laughs> is there. The work I, I I never heard one stand-up head say I can't wait for that next Monique special. And to Come be on, honest, that's, that's that's not disrespect. So that's, not disrespect. That's, that's, just, facts. that's just the facts of it, right? So we have, to be, we have to be. To be honest, she the best thing they could have done for her was rerun the Parkers, bro, because yeah. that, that's what people wanted to see. Too. You probably fucked that up too, because you well, burn bridges I, when you when you step on these on these. When you have the reputation of being difficult to work, if it's hard to escape that. Every Spares was like a lot of the TV shows of them are buffoonery. And it kind of threw a slight dig at the Wayans. I mean, you're just like, listen, I've been there in it when you're coming up in the game and you're analyzing everybody's comedy um, output. What you forget mm-hmm. is this you're just becoming Steve Bennett in this bitch. You're yeah. literally just reviewing comedy. Where's yours? Mm. Where is yours? They got five seasons out of that buffoonery. I'll take five seasons out of buffoonery. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> oh, look, you take factors out of the The moment you start, you know, I pitched a sitcom, black guy who didn't grow up in the neighborhood, but has a yearning to, you know, connect with the family, doing a comedy. Moment of first, moment we get the, the thingy, and then it's a hit. Next thing you know, it just starts tailing down. But they keep paying you every single season. Oh, man. By the third season, it's going to be Ola is now rapping, right? Running a studio in America. You know, <laughs> the show's just gone left, and we're like, man, Ola's still taking the money for this. That nigga has no shame. He <laughs> <laughs> will still uh, take the bread. If they no, say, the Ola, they love the show, yeah, your peers are abusing you online, but you're getting six million people watching you an episode. What are you going to do? Yeah. I'm trying to still write my, 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 my Macbeth. Nah, nigga, it's dick jokes to the end of time. All right. I think that there is a... What do you want, Ola? You're, you're right. Pictures or Bill Burton? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You know what I mean. I think I think you're right because I, I, I know that life is not as idealistic as I would like it. There's, there's compromises. Mm-hmm. And I started off life as a very idealic, idealistic person. And the person you describe now who's like ready to compromise on, you know, killing a whole bunch of people because <laughs> I'm thinking like a billionaire or whatever. Because nah, the bread is the bread. It's just understanding that, you know, I operate in a real world and it's, you can either choose to win in the imaginary world or you can lo- right. and lose in, in the real world. And here's the thing. All of us are winning in the world that's fair. We're all winning in that world. In a world yeah. where we run things and we will do better. Listen, when, they, when I heard the Girl Q story and I heard it was two years ago and I realised at the pandemic time, if I was head of police as a black person, even I'm saying, we're going to suppress this one. <laughs> Because I'm not thinking as a black person. I'm thinking as a police yeah, person who to protect yeah. the city. And I know I let this out. My city's in trouble. Why would I make more work for myself? Uh, do you know what? Everyone's getting mad. What was it yesterday or so? Because um, Bill, uh, I'll say Bill Biden. Uh, Joe Biden said in his speech that a new world order is coming. And um, he yeah. said that? <laughs> yeah, he said it. I, I, said, I say shit like that. Bruh, yo, people, everyone lost their nut, like, oh my goodness, he said New World Order, blah, blah, blah. The mad thing is, on Sunday, I was I was out with some, well, I'm, it was a link up with my friend of mine who I met while I was at uni. This guy is, you know, just one of those very impressive individuals. He now works for Microsoft in their UN team. 
because Microsoft basically want to kind of have a bit more of a seat at the UN. <clears throat> so he works with a team that's facilitating this. And so we were discussing the role of global corporations at the sort of international government level, as it were, as you could describe it. And literally, it didn't take long before our conversation was like, look, the current world order is not working. So at some point, we're going to need to build a new world order. I was like, yo, this is just us who are fairly educated. We've all got decent jobs. We all worked at top companies and blah, blah, blah. We're all, and, and then me. And then we're all having a conversation about this and talking politics. And even us, we're, we're recognising that, yeah, the current world order is not working. We need to restructure a whole new world order. world order. What is that? What is a world order? Who the hell are you to tell me how to live? A world order? There's no world order. There's a world, there's a world dictation. There's no order. This is an order. How, imagine the arrogance of man to think he can control the entire world. That's why they're fighting all the time. World Don't order. worry, bro. It's coming. It's a get down the lay down thing. <laughs> A new world order is coming. I can't wait till God brings back Noah's Ark or some kind of destruction, man. Bruh, the Bible already told us it was coming, though. Well, the new world order or the destruction? Both. That there would be a new world order and then everything would be destroyed later on. I mean, I don't know if I believe all of that, but we'll see. Because I, I, God also told me that my movies would be shown in... Maybe my movies would be during the, during the um, crisis. I've been making comedy movies to ease the pain of the, of the world destroying Maybe, maybe, maybe the leader of the one world government, the Antichrist, could be like, do you know what? I really, I really mess with Fumbi's movies, you know. Fumbi <laughs> <laughs> got that bomb ass content, man. We need to put more Fumbi on, man. Everybody in the yeah. world got to watch Fumbi. <laughs> As you get older, you realize life is not that serious. The same person, the same and um, comic that you say, oh, he's not that funny, but he's making millions. He will sit in the same country club as the comic who writes the genius thing that you're falling in love. With. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like Tupac said, never said it came easy. It's got to work, man. Yeah. You're back now, though, isn't it? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back for a month or so. Fuck off, man. What do you mean? I know that was a bit rude. I'm just, I just didn't like the way you said that, you know? Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back for a month or so, checking on the fam. Then it's after the buy. Sorry, somebody. Hello. Yeah. You put a six clock in the uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, bro, story. That's, that's who I am. That, bro, that's, let, let me let's just clear this up. That's who I am now, bro. I'm good. I'm gonna be cutting you off in mid conversation for phone calls. I'm gonna be calling out, I'm gonna be clicking hold at people. Hold like, on, hold on, yeah, I like this for you. I feel like we spent so much time telling you, you know, you need to change your attitude, you're too much of a I think you had the right attitude then. You should have been an arsehole and just stepped on everybody. I like that. Thank you, bro. This is what you just Thank said. You. Yo, can we just get this clear? That's who I am now. <laughs> bro, I am. What do you, bro, this is the thing though. Like sometimes this is part of the problem of telling jokes. When I'm talking to you about like, I don't want to pay taxes. Like I'm, I'm about that now. I'm, I'm going to be, bro, they've, I, I was, I went, in, I went into the, they, for some reason, they messed up and gave me like the premier account at, um, at the bank. And, and they're like, yeah, so, you know, I really think it's going to be great for you to open up an offshore account. Um, just in case anything goes wrong, I'm like, yeah, run it, run it. This I'm an offshore account nigga now. I'm, 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 that's what I'm about. That's what I'm about. I'm about. That's what I'm about. Speaking about black people, yeah. The moment two man, two man start putting it out there, you need to get an offshore account. That's what you need to do, bro. You working like that? Like, 
Yeah, call it, call it up the telephone banking for the for the offshore account. Send twenty three pounds sixty six. I'm at the pub. I'm at the pub right now. Send twenty three pounds sixty six. I need I, to pay for this. Yeah, I try to see how much is in my um in the offshore. Five hundred. Sweet, 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 sweet. <laughs> yeah, the code is uh, Lima Zuma three. So I'm in public place. I don't really want to hear. My <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey, 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 for my offshore account. Yeah, what kind of interest rates am I getting on that? What's that? What's that? It's like five percent. Five percent is good, you know. Five percent is good. So five percent of uh, fifty pounds—that's decent, man. I'm making good. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, keep the money in there. Keep the money in there, man. I need interest on that. You know what I'm saying? I need, I need generational wealth and uh, and passive <laughs> when, income. When you walk into the bank and they take you to the, Mister Matteo, you take you to that private room in the same deposit box and they bring your box up. Right, right. My twenty pounds still there. Nice. Like, <laughs> you might not secure. You might not secure. Like that. I, I, I still got my shiny Pokemon card. The Charizard yeah, yeah. is still in there. You know, thing, you know on Instagram um, thingy, on Instagram tag or, or, or in Twitter bios, <laughs> actor, comedian, offshore account owner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see. I see. <laughs> I'm going to be at dinner when the, when the bill comes. Ah, oh, because uh, the money's in my, in my offshore account. So it might take. Oh, sure. might... By the way, yeah. You know when they say offshore account, this is why it's genius how you use words. Offshore account. That account could literally be in France. It's off your shores, bro. Nah, that, that's it. <laughs> but when we hear offshore, we're thinking probably there's somewhere in the Cayman Islands, right? No, so you uh, yours is in them Switzerland. Oh, 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 I can't get the Cayman money. I want to get the Cayman money. I want offshore, offshore. <laughs> Bruh, that all that offshore means is basically. Hold up, the moment offshore accounts become a thing that everybody's game, what's going to happen? You got to get that off space account, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're opening banks in Mars, Nick. You got that Mars account. What <laughs> happened with the millionaire? Millionaire became too too accessible. Everybody was a millionaire. So what do you have to say now? Billionaire. Multi-millionaire first, and then. No, that's that multi-millionaire. Even that's not impressive no more. You a multi-millionaire, nigga. <laughs> Is well, that all? You got two. <laughs> you know? So you right. have to push it to billionaire. Now the billionaire people are pissed because they're thinking, what, the, what? These men are billionaire. They can't even fund the things we're funding. Now, nah, okay, that's it. Trillionaire. <laughs> so that's what Jackie said. Exclusivity is what everyone's looking for. Yeah. So even you, yeah. you don't even know what the off- offshore account entails. You don't know if they're using your money to fund, you know, clean of black kids. And so you don't know anything about it. But when the moment she said offshore, that on the inside on the set, finally. I said, finally. Somebody's finally respected who I am in this space. Finally. Hold on, hold on. Finally, the universe is talking to me. <laughs> the stars are aligning. Yo, I, 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 I looked at it like God, God's got purpose for me. God's got purpose. Hold on. When I checked into, when I went to IT, when I went to I'm a Celebrity, and they put me in first class, right? That's when I knew maybe I might not be a billionaire like I fantasize about, simply because I didn't even fit. <laughs> I do, bro. Um, oh, you got any juice? <laughs> Let's start with juice. Let's start with juice. <laughs> bro, that's where I fit in, man. That's where I feel at home. Get it where you I've, I've, been, well. I, I've been spending too much time in Croydon, bro. I ain't been myself. I ain't been myself for 34 years, bro. Have you been in Dubai for three weeks? Or Abu Dhabi? Already? I know, and I, feel, and I feel at home, bro. Do you like it there? 
Uh, well, I'm in Abu Dhabi, um, and I and I like that more. Um, in Dubai. So, yeah, 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 yeah. for home? living. Yeah, for living. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. My it's chilled. Is it's it's way more chilled, and there's still nice stuff. You still get nice restaurants and the nice cool. buildings, nice apartments, all that kind of stuff. But it's just chilled. It's laid back. I've never been spread past out. The, um, the hotel. Yeah, I mean to be fair. It's not like if you're on the walk on JBR, like right by Moven Pick, you, you kind of have to get out and like go see some. Oh my goodness. No, don't do that. You set that up. You set that up. Because what we said earlier, <laughs> you tried to line that so, up. Sorry, let me just check. Who's this calling me? You lined that um, up. You're going like a dickhead. Yeah, um, I'll get back to them later. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tupac quote for today is, um, what's your phone number? No. Come on, man. <laughs> Trying to make it to the, to the calling thing. When did Tupac say about calling? You can call me when you need me. <laughs> yes, that's that's who I am now. Hey, Fums, if you never need anything, yeah, just call me. Call me, man. You know what I just call to say? Um, can we show you business line? I just to say that. Can we show you business line? Nigga got one phone. <laughs> That's you know, me. Nigerians are so wrapped up in um, brands and stuff like that. My uncle said when you used to go to meetings, when phones first came out, he said everybody will get to the meeting. Yeah? Everybody will put their phones on the table. He said, Come on, bro. Adding, um, one of those old mother, you don't even bring it out. <laughs> see, one, see one, one of my colleagues, he bought a touch screen for me. Touch screen. Imagine Nigerians type. <laughs> I said touch screen. I mean touch screen. Yeah, what, what else? <laughs> you can call me when you need me. When you need me. One eight hundred sky page when, when you, you see wanna me. see me, cause I could be your man. Your man. Maybe, maybe you could be my lady. Face you drive me crazy. Drive me streets. You can run the streets with your thumb. You know, yeah, man, them really be shaping women's like mindset. You know, I let my man run the streets with these thugs. Like that's it's the to be fair, Tupac spent the whole song making that sound like a very attractive proposition. Of course! You know at the end when he's like, uh, you know, I, I can't bear you fix a little food, Ooh, smoke a you little know, watch a little, yeah. smoke a little weed. Watch uh, Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> After that, whatever comes to mind, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> whatever comes to mind. You know, now people here go to secret how to keep a player. How about you don't get a player? <laughs> but they want a player. That's the point. You know? That's the thing. They want it. Love they making want it in home cooking. I'll see you later. What? Women ain't having that. I'll see you later. Nigga, please. No, that's the funny thing. That's what they want. They oh, want you to, to go out and run the streets and then come back and be doing soft guy with them. If you're like, you know, you, you know I killed 16 niggas outside today, but, no, you know, I love you and I want to rub your feet. Run the streets in, in, in his tale, in his mind, was getting coochie. Not running the streets. He was getting coochie. That's what he meant. I thought the whole point was out with his out of his boys. Yeah, me and my homies are planning on plans that we made on the front that's gonna be planning on plans that we've made. So it's you know doing things, hanging out. You know, we're hanging out all night while sipping straight liquor. I heard it's popping at the club. They're gonna get tail. But they say I can't get in because I'm just like a thug. thug. Until I die. I'll be gang related. So that's the thing. I thought it was gang, I thought it was gang related activity. And the idea was that you're the one I call. People confuse it. You have to understand, yeah. You know, like when you see those young boys who were in the dope game. Who do you think put them on? Their parents, their uncles. 
because he came down from family things. So Tupac is gangling in the sense where he said it, my, my, my family tree consists of drug dealers, thugs, and killers. Yeah, okay. So that's what he meant by I'll be gang-related because there's people, I'm gang-related by people my cousins who are in gangs. But not like, you know, I'm, I'm more like six degrees of separation. Yeah. Like, you know, knock, yeah. knock, what'd you... Now, his cousin, Ray Ray, me and his brother went to school. Now, I'm friends with his sister. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not part of the group, but you can make the link. Man. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just a case of, um, you know, even when we used to run, you know when they say man's on road? It's not like you're selling nothing, you know? You're just out. You go to the shops, you go check trainers, you go Wood Green, you go Westfields, try and drug girl. You know, all of that kind of stuff. That's on road. Yeah. No, no, I, I get it. I just, yeah. I guess we have two different interpretations of the song. And then Storm, you know, checking your pockets while I turn, kiss you. I was like, God, hey. <laughs> wow. But so yeah, cool. anyway, the, um, to, the, so yeah, you call me when you need me, I think is the title. Call me when you need me. Call me when but you need me. But you got, you got, when you when you when you see the title, you gotta say this. Call me when you need me. You can't just say call me when you need me. You know that. It's call nice. me when you need me. If there was a way I could write that voice into the title, <laughs> I'd write it. That's the beautiful thing about rap, you know. Jay Z found his little voice thing. <laughs> yeah. You know the little oh, you know that little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know he found that little thing. Biggie was the what oh, you want me to do? Oh, 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 Biggie was that oh, oh. Yeah. You know, Pac was the. Do you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> when you Just, I don't know where that came from. Tell me, Lord, do you feel me? What comes like that? Not really, not really. Them bars are high. The bars are high. I was feeling that last mixtape with the outlaws on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think, you, you think God has his favorite albums in, like, in his room? Like, this whole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Highway to Hell. No, I don't like that one. <laughs> Heaven, heaven ain't hard to find. That was dope, man. That was dope. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Nope, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, imagine, imagine if first of all he heard uh, "We Ain't Hard to Find." He's like, "It was alright." Then he did "Heaven Ain't Hard to Find." He's like, "That's my jam." That's shit. Oh God. But you think God, God gets mad, happy when he hears shouts of the Lord. Tell me, Lord, God come save the youth. And nothing else to do but have faith in you. Thanks for the shout out, Pop. We're up on that. God is bonk here. We're looking out, Pop. Thanks for the shout out. You're, you reckon God watches all the award shows? And like, First of all, I want to give glory to God. It's like... That's all me. That's oh, you, all me. You think God takes it personal when, when one does it, just looks at Jesus like, he's you this for you fool <laughs> not even a thank you <laughs> oh that's hilarious that's hilarious that's God always walking up to the Grammys <laughs> they're gonna shout me up <laughs> I tell you what yeah everyone's talking about how oh so and so's got 30 Grammys 25 Grammys blah 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 go sit in that van like yo you know I got all the Grammys like all the Grammys. You know all the Grammys, man. They, I'm credited on all them albums, man. Well, first okay, and foremost. As soon as Serena wins, first of all, I want to thank my, my God, Jehovah. Yep. He's like, yo, I'm, I got Jesus, my hands in tennis. He's like, Jesus, put, that, put it on the tab. 
you think Jesus gets salty? Like, you know, how can they not be mentioning me? I'm the one that died on the cross. <laughs> Why don't I get no love? <laughs> oh, man. You know what we should do here? Yeah? We should literally do a whole comedy version of the album, of the Bible. Just enjoy it. There's so many funny things, man. Like when Jesus pulled there up the donkey, you, like you said, that was the limousine of the time. I said, this is why you make the big monies in the church. When you can equate yeah. a donkey to a limo of the time, you've done it. The maddest thing is, if that really was the limo, people were really just by the side just hailing him up. <laughs> hey, limo. Hey. What's up, y'all? Yeah. I just got this out of the shop. You see him on who's? I said, especially when he got the fully equipped kid on it, that's it as well. <laughs> you got the sandals with the um, you got the the, um, the saddle with the um, with the sound system on the side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man! You think when um, when the wise men brought gold, myrrh, frankincense, like Moses and Mary put it under the bed, it's that good china. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with the uh, gold or frankincense. Or- <laughs> you know Jesus was pissed though at the ba- at the kids' point. Golden Frank, you ain't got no hetcher sketch, nigga. I'm, I'm a baby. What am I doing these? Niggas ain't bring no pampers, no no cuddly toys. <laughs> They're supposed to be the wise men. Damn. <laughs> supposed to be the wise men. Oh man! <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think you know what happened. I think know what happened. They didn't have to follow a star to get there. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there was no rest stop turning here for KFC and all that. You couldn't just run into W. A. Smith and get a couple of real plays. Then niggas came with yeah. Listen, sorry, man. We bought some gold, some myrrh, frankincense. Oh, you're killing me today. <laughs> Man showed up with no gift and said, oh, what I had happened was I, oh, yeah. Well, hold on a sec. Let me get this out of my ear real quick. I kept it here. How about you? It's gold. What the wise man's name again? I don't remember their names. Did they say their names? No, there's like some... Who said that Bishop and Abednego? <laughs> Bro, that's the, the, the free... Those are the free friends of Daniel. That what was their story? They got chucked in the uh, into the fiery furnace, and there was four of them when they looked in, because they would have bowed down to to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar. Bow down, <laughs> bow down to the first that's greater than you. That's where um, Ice Cube goes singing. Bow down, <laughs> the rest goes round. Bow down. Man, they were playing that song during that moment. <laughs> oh I, man, I just, that scene played out. Well, everyone bow down or you're going to go to the fire. Uh, everyone's you know, like, bow down. We ain't bowing shit. You're about to go into the fiery furnace. Listen, I'm about. <laughs> I'm about wow. <laughs> what bowing now? I'm about wow. Oh, man. I don't remember what the wise men were. But... The wise men, basically, this is Western tradition. I don't think it's from the Bible. So this is, uh, the, in the Western tradition, they're called Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar. Melchior. Yeah, man. 
That's a nice name to Melchior. Melly Mel. Milky. Yeah, so they they basically just made it up. You know, you know those Christians have to go for like three, three, four days because it took you at least a week to get there. You're just gonna leave that night. So we're gonna catch the night train. <laughs> catch the night bus. <laughs> Jerusalem, and then we're gonna change. <laughs> oh man! I mean, the the uh, according to yeah, so the. These names, like, they're based on, like, orthodox tra- uh, traditions. They're not really, like, written directly in the Bible or anything. So, you know, people have basically got these extra bits of knowledge that have been passed on. It's not, not verified, though. The Bible's missing, ta- the missing, the missing tapes. Yeah, they got them lost tape joints. <laughs> the lost tapes. The Bible's lost are you, tape. Are you, you know the three wise men? I know who they is. That's my man, Melchior. Melchior was there with them. And the lost tapes. I bet y'all didn't know the reason I actually called Jesus was because Judas was wearing a wire. Judas uh, <laughs> was wearing a wire. Y'all didn't know that, did you? <laughs> but it, but that isn't that mad that the the um that like yo whether you're watching the last days of Jesus or you're watching any one of these hood shows, there's always going to be one snitch dude in there. There's always going to be one dude that's snitch. like. The, the, and it's like that idea of like no snitching. That shit was there from the beginning, bro. Snitches get stitches. The difference between all of them is this, though. Jesus knew his snitch. Yeah, and he still embraced him. Tell me, but have some rice. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I respect Judas more than Peter, though. Judas knew what time it was. Peter was like, me, deny you? On oh, my mama, on oh, my kids, dog. On oh, my kids, Jesus, nah. I put down anything. I put down on Jeru, nigga. I put that on Jeru. <laughs> that was the first time someone said that. I put, and that's on everything. I put down on my kids, Jesus. I put down on my kids, Lord. I will never deny you. They saw how they, they saw how they wrapped up Jesus. He was like, you know that nigga Jesus? Mm-mm, never met him. <laughs> I mean, I've been to a couple of um, rallies. Like, you see, y'all see rallies? I've been to a couple of few of them, but I wasn't rolling like that. Uh, <laughs> three oh, times man. that's cold man by the third time he must have put himself down I'm a bitch ass <laughs> that story used to always blow my mind boy. and I felt bad for Judas because it's not like Judas wanted to betray Jesus that was just his calling I'll, I'll get to heaven I'll get to heaven hot you couldn't pick you couldn't pick um, what's the name of the rest of the disciples you couldn't put Luke I was a good guy. <laughs> Man. For 30 rubies as well. Was it 30 rubies? Uh, what? What? Judas's price? Yeah. I think it was 30 pieces of silver. Okay. What's 30 pieces of silver? Is that like 30 quid? Let's, let me find that real quickly. More and here's the thing, yeah. That's not even... You know when they say shooters come cheap? I know a couple that killed someone for seven hundred dollars, nigga. Seven hundred dollars. Thirty pieces of silver. Okay. Um, so, uh, how much might Judas's thirty pieces of silver be worth today? Uh, 
so there are different interpretations so based on like how much a soldier is paid he was basically paid three grand three thousand dollars okay that's that's a shooter's fee so <laughs> was it in the stockman's like 15 and 15 on the rack, 15 now, and then 15 on the rack on the, when we actually catch him. <laughs> oh, man. But based on how much, uh, if you're going to do it based on the price of a slave, he was paid about $90. So literally, it just depends on what, um, what way you're trying to extrapolate the cost. But yeah. Anywhere between 90 and $3,000. Wow. Not like not life changing money, clearly, but enough to have a lit weekend. It's never life changing money when you hear these things, you know. Well, how much are you killing for? You're having me three thousand now and then two thousand later. It's like five thousand dollars. You know that's not gonna change anything. How much how much was the, the guy who sold out Marcus Garvey get? Someone sold out Marcus Garvey? Yeah, the um Marcus Garvey. I think I feel like Candy's over to bus there. I feel like he did it for food. I said I like Candace Owens for food. Oh, really? You don't like Candace Owens like that? Oh, I'll sell out like for bus fare. Bruh, bus fare. Jesus um, and Black Disciples. Okay, so... Bagawaya, the guy that um, that gave the paperwork that led to Marcus Garvey's arrest and conviction, he got rice and peas. Bruh, who, who was cooking it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> the guy for rice, rice and ayamashi. I found the rice and ayamashi and a couple of small meats. <laughs> all are gonna be at the restaurant at six. <laughs> if you throw in a little coke, I'll tell you where he's gonna be sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, bagawaya. How can man be called bagawaya? Bagawaya. All right, I wish you round up. It's 10.53 now, man. I swear you got work. Yeah, I have. Uh, the call that I was supposed to be going for got cancelled, but I still need to get back to work. So, bruh. All these people that work from home tell me that, oh, um, I was supposed to jump on a call, but it got cancelled. All right. Guys, thank you so much for rocking with us. And thank, thank you. you for... Remember, you can call us when you need us. I'm joking. <laughs> Thank you for rocking with me last week when I was damn near half asleep on the pod. Um, and, you know, while I was trying to do all the different time zones, work with different schedules and all this kind of stuff. Like We're trying to keep it consistent. But, you know, obviously there's been some interruptions. Thank you for still rocking with us. Thank you for staying on our case. Now, if you want to stay in touch with us and, and keep hitting us up, we see we're getting a few more listeners each week. That's dope. Keep spreading it. Keep sharing it. Pause, 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 man. Damn. Keep spreading it. Golly. What? Really? Keep, keep, keep pushing it, not spreading it. Hey, pushing it is better? Yeah. Keep pushing the podcast. I'm supposed to keep spreading. Keep spreading it sounds wild, bro. Think about it. Keep spreading it. And coughing. Right. <laughs> and, uh, that, that's what came to my mind as well. I was like, oh, I'm coughing as well. Golly. Nah, fam. If, if 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 I was the parent and someone said they made her spread it and cough, you, you ever pass out the principles off? You just pass out D- during the pandemic as well. Actually, oh. you must be the only person who got asked to cough during that pandemic, bro. Mad, mad, mad. And I anyway. was like, I was like, the way they, you know, everyone was like, you know, the way 
Kazuma when he kicked the cat, the way they went off for the cat. And I was like, I guess all pussies don't matter. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, you know, some really bad jokes came from this experience. Yeah. Anyway, guys, keep pushing the pod. Keep pushing P out here. Um, and the, uh, the the social media handles for hitting us up. At Fumbi on Matai on Instagram, at Fumbi on Twitter, and at Honor the Comedian on A thing, because that's on Jeru. That's on Judas, nigga. That's, that's on Jeru last time. That's what you just said. That's what you said. I said, yeah, that's on Jeru. I put that on Jeru. That's on A thing. That's on Jeru. That's on Bethlehem, nigga. What is bomb, kid? I put that on property, Jesus. You remember when I used to carry the planks so you lost? This me, Jesus. This me. <laughs> Ah, guys, much love and peace. Peace, man.